This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where Billy and I tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was turning 30, and our guest was Elliot Glazer. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And this is episode number 38. Is it 38? We are approaching 40, we're Adam. really creeping up there, man. This we were, is our dirty 30s here. We were joking on the Grace Helbig episode. It was episode 35 yes. that we are now in our middle ages. Yeah, we're sort of in our in the dead middle of our 30s here, almost creeping towards our 40s in Quick terms of question. our podcast. In terms of your, what do you think, uh, when does middle age stop? When are you old age? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, I think in my gut, Says, like, with no thought into it, 74. Oh. That's what I think. That's like a – it's a hard 74. I feel like as life uh, life spans are elongating, yeah. I feel like that number is going to get put nudge up to maybe like an 80. Okay. Like your middle age could maybe end at 80 if we're living to 120. Okay. But right now I'm going to cap it at 74. What's your instinct? Uh, 74. 74 right Funny in the money. enough. You Go figure. Thought. Uh, we're <laughs> talking age, and this episode is going to revolve around turning a specific age. Yes. An age that we have both turned. Yes. The age is 30. Yes, 3-0. And we have a guest who suggested that topic. Yes. And we're very lucky to have that One guest. of our favorite people. Please welcome Elliot Glazer. Hey, guys. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, you really think middle age ends at... 74? I think so. I mean, my girlfriend's mother is around there. She's like 73, and she's spry as hell. She's working in the garden. She's like teaching oh, improv so classes. Like you're talking about like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's spry so, as hell. She's a good girl. We she's still, a good girl. We still take her on walks. Yeah, yeah, we can leave her off the leash. No, that was a little condescending tone. I just no, not at all. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I'm thinking of my dog and being like, he's spry. He, he you know, he's still very active. <laughs> Um, you'd never know he's 12 years old. And then I did the the dog math in my head. And at that age, he's like – he's actually like 80 – he's 84. So that's so, – yeah, that's so the I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean I think like if you were to ask somebody at 74, I think they'd be like, I'm not middle-aged. <laughs> like these are my sunset years. I would I would guess that like middle age ends at probably like 70. 70 right around retirement little, age. I think so. I think <laughs> 65 because I think like – I think a senior citizen is like – 66. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like a real scene. Here's my question. Yeah. What comes after old age? Old darkness. age, ha- old age has <laughs> death and darkness. I think it's the. I think technically it's the eternal darkness. I think it's <laughs> we forever have, sleep. I mean, we have the middle age. We have the old age. There's no graduating out of the old age. That is it. That's what we've established. That's the end game. I think old age leads to twilight. Leads to good night. Okay. I think that's right. So Elliot hit it on the nose. Eternal darkness. Yes, just eternal darkness. Sun, it's permanent, so, a permanent nap. It's so funny that you say 66 and like senior citizens because my parents are just about that. 65, 66. My parents are around there. Yeah. And it's surreal seeing them get like the, the senior discount at movie theaters. Yeah, because, they like, love they it. Oh, they love it. They like don't want to love it. And at first it was sort of shameful. Like right. my dad didn't want to be like, I'm a senior. But now he embraces do you, do you, it. Do, when you look at them or think of them, do you look at them and, and do you take them in as – 60, 66 and old, or do you, do they, does that not place for you? Like, what well, do you see when you th- look at them and think of their age? Well, yeah, it's like, I think that's why my old age, my sort of, when you said when does middle age end, it was like sort of in the mid 70s because my parents are in their mid 60s and they don't seem o- old Same. or elderly at all. Same. So, and I, and I think that I agree. Yeah. And I would agree from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. Like, I would say that the same thing about my parents. Yeah. 
But I would can say that about yours. That yes. from an outsider's perspective, they're not. They don't my, seem old. I could see that a child always seeing their parents as the same age. Like yeah. as you know, it's just yeah. like they're my parents. Yeah. You, you have a, you have an objective. You have an objective position, and you can say that you look at Adam's parents. Yeah. And you don't see old. I don't register them as old people. And my parents whatsoever. are sixty. They're both sixty this yeah. year. I would. I mean, honestly, like not only do people say like they're they're in they're what like yeah. they can't believe that they're sixty. Yeah. But. They're just they 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 don't act like that. Yeah, I mean, what is your parents' spirit like? Um, they're both just very like they're both like my mom's you know very like Long Island Queens brassy. Love and that. My dad is like um a little bit more laid back. I mean, also Long Island, but like such a yes. Long Island dynamic. Yes, that it is really such is. a like, Long Island it's, dynamic. It's degrees of brassy. No one's it's, unbrassy. It's degrees of brassy yeah. and like a little emasculating <laughs> of my mom to my dad, but nevertheless, like they're just completely like active happy people yeah, right so i would never i just would never yeah. look at them or think of them as as 60 right or, or old they're yes. not they're, they're not old they're like forever like 45 yeah forever 45 because old really <laughs> but, feels like it's almost like an appearance thing where it's like age feels like a spirit thing well if you look at like yeah okay, I know, I'm, I'm sorry to bring it to the golden girls but bring it if you do look at the golden girls and people ask as an expert in the golden girls Elliot is a huge golden girls expert <laughs> look at his left bicep no people, you people, got Dorothy people ask shoulder me all to elbow. the time or like I often feel like I'm in the conversation where it's like wait how old were they on the show yeah and the answer is they were supposed to be in their no joke like mid 50s 50s yes but because they're registered as old to me they're registered as old to me and they're registered as old to everybody else and the idea of the show was that it was like they were old women and living these like active lives as old women but really like if you think of them in as supposing to supposedly in their mid to late 50s right yeah you look at you think of that now and you're like Wait, B. Arthur had a, a head full of like white, white. George Washington powder <laughs> wig <laughs> hair. Yes, and like, have Washington hair, and they looked like they were like they looked like Sophia old was a little old lady. Yeah, exactly. Sophia she was, was younger she, than the rest. She was supposed to be in her eighties. Wait, she was there was to supposed be... to be a twenty-five year disparity <laughs> yeah, between yeah, the that's... women in that room. Yes, and the thing weird casting. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like they Sophia uh, Estelle Getty was as young as B. Arthur, but they made her up to look like she was her mother. As, oh. you know. that's why she was so. Spry. Oh, She's that's right. Very, very spry. And then in flashbacks, it was very poorly done. But in flashbacks, they would have Estelle Getty not in her wig, like in her like regular hair, uh-huh. supposedly playing her like thirties, youthful self, her younger yes, self, her twenties yes. or thirties. And it was like, no, that doesn't work that's either. Yeah. Still a little old lady with different Still hair. Still different. It's just different hair. <laughs> yes. But like, yeah, if you look at that show, you're like, you're supposed to be in your fifties. Like, D. Arthur's supposed to be in her like mid fifties, yeah. and it's and you're already retired in Florida. And not you're 54? Not, not, yeah. not retired, but like on the edge of retirement. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Like, yeah. My parents just turned sixty, and they could kick those ladies' ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such. A, but that's that's. I think my point is that in such a short period of time, the idea of age has aged back so much yeah. that like the hottest like female celebrities that we think about. The hottest ones, like yes. Jennifer Lopez, like the hottest woman or whatever, Vava is like Vava Voom. Yes, fifty. Auga uh, Auga is yeah. like fifty. 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 I know. And and you're like, oh yeah, you don't even like think twice about it. And there's no longer even. I maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a woman, so I can't fully say. But I do feel like there's a little bit less of the of the like cultural idea that forty is over the hill. Yes. Right. I don't think those mugs apply anymore. Right? Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's true. Because it's like, yeah, Jennifer Lopez is like fucking fifty. She, she is mid-hill. the hill. She, she is, is the exactly hill. Yeah. beautiful. 
as far as Stunning, Jennifer Lopez sexy, goes, person. that is how far the hill goes. And that's goes. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And like, did you guys ever, like, speaking of 30, did you ever yeah. watch the show 30 something? No, that was my parents' favorite show, though. Yeah, I, I seen love yeah? that show. I love it. I love, I love, like, I have a weakness for, like, TV shows that are, like, annoying <laughs> dramas about white people. <laughs> Parenthood. Good for you. I, I think that's parenthood. most of TV. So it you're is. in good. You're but in like, good shape. Like like Parenthood or yeah. like um, I don't know. Uh, Any Duplass. The Fosters, right, which right. is like about teenagers. But like, yes. I just lo- I love like I, yeah the du- the Duplass brothers. Yeah, like right. sort of transparent. Yeah. I love dramas about white people. Um, <laughs> and thirty something. But you look at thirty something, which I love. Yeah. And it was like, well, hold on, that 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 was like that's thirty. That was the thirties, like kids affairs yeah and it was a very serious show and like did it never was like hyper silly or 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 hyper fictionalized it felt like it pulled from real life and that's what my parents said they said that after they would watch an episode of 30 something they felt really like fulfilled artistically but so stressed interesting it it wasn't uh where so many shows gave you silver linings right this one was like nope this is going to be a a dramatic time in your life yes yes Um, and now you look at it and you're like whoa like he just th- that's third. That's like that's thirty three. Right. So that's thirty three in nineteen eighty five. Yeah. So it's different. It's yeah. different. And like that's a that's ooh. actually a perfect segue for the show. It's the No Joke Podcast, and in the first act, we like to talk about our experiences, uh, our previous experiences dealing with being thirty. Yeah. As kids, like as kids growing up. Yeah. Go fa- like rewind to like teenage years. Was thirty old to us? Like, could you even oh imagine? Like, do you remember your parents? We probably weren't old enough to remember our parents' thirtieth birthdays. Well, I have a very, oh, I have a very specific memory. Yeah. Of what I thought thirty was. Yeah. My friend, um, my friends and I, but specifically my friend Jackie and I, cool. had like, as teenagers, we thought thirty. Like we, when we would reference thirty, right? We thought thirty was such a funny joke, and that our reference ideas, like the visual ideas and like bits in our head on our heads and like the joke about 30 was yeah. like when you turn 30 you start wearing pleated khakis <laughs> yes. when you turn 30 women start getting maroon ne- like manicures <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> women start wearing specifically pant- maroon <laughs> seriously like you, it was like maroon pa- maroon manicures you become a jc penny's model no that and that's that's what we talked about we talked about 30 being like uh, like all, all when you're 30 all you care about is like blankets and like <laughs> blankets. like 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 home decor like you care about basic soap, you become basic decor, you become the word basic. would be called basic yeah yes. you become super basic and the thing is you're not wrong no i feel like you kind of had your finger on the pulse you I and jackie were sort of accurate love there soap yes and now. i think about blankets now i love soap yes blankets maggie just got her nails redone and i don't know if they're maroon but they're spiritually maroon oh sure <laughs> might as well be maroon of yeah. course like nails are a priority all of a sudden yeah you just yeah. i mean like I moved into a new apartment like a couple of months ago, yeah. and I'm like, I am having so much fun decorating this place. <laughs> Be and real, being like real, and and like I bought a piano. Yeah, yeah. you have a piano in your home. I bought yeah. a piano. Glazer. I feel like the <sighs> richest, most adult, my god, human I, being. I remember when I was Jesus. in my 20s, like early New York City. It was cool and actually felt authentic to me to not want a television. Yeah. To just be like, no, I don't have a television. I don't have a cable bill. Time. Yeah. There was, I was busy enough and, I don't know, 20 enough to be like, I don't need a television. Right. I love television. Oh, <laughs> I love that is such a safe space. Like, in, in my 20s, I would love nothing more than to, sit, to just go out and do shows all night, yeah. stay out till 2 a.m. at the bars. Now it's like I love nothing more than saying no to parties and watching oh, television. Yes. It's great. You, it's great. We, we are really just ebbing towards comfort. Do you guys just want to take a nap? Just the three all the time. <laughs> like, I'm like, always. I feel, when I take a nap now, I don't feel guilty. Exactly. No guilt. It, I've, 
Guilt has actually like washed off a lot of my spirit oh, yes. since turning thirty. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just like I don't care. I just don't have the. I feel well, like I can like I can like look at like material purchases and go, I am generally excited by this by this purchase, right? Even though it is a stagnant object that will forever that will like sit on my toilet. Yes, like it's like a cool, you know, triangular dish that will hold the candle. <laughs> that I bought, and I'm like, so aggressively why am I 30s, excited? Elliot. Yeah, I'm excited about things that will just sit there, and, and then be you get there a birthday for... invite, and you're like, oh god, yeah, oh, I have to go to this party. I... I'd rather have somebody come here and I'd be like, triangles. you're the candles in your, yeah, the, ooh, the the setup in your in your bathroom is beautiful, and it's like, well, thank you, and you're like, thank you, thank you, like so with, from the bottom of my heart, I, I considered it greatly, right? And I minutes. really appreciate that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and funny. it's just, yeah, it's like crazy, to like. Get art. Fr- I've been I've been like getting art framed, yeah, and then getting it back and being like, "What? I spent like a lot of money on this. It looks beautiful. Yes, yes. I'm gonna hang it on the wall yes. on a nail, and that's gonna <laughs> fill me with joy. Yeah. Sometimes I will have these like moments of like being outside myself. Well, like Maggie and I, I've never felt more thirties than like walking through like the Fairfax craft or like the Renegade Craft Fair. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Go to a craft fair and like you're thirty automatic. No matter what age you I are. I spent so much money at the Renegade <laughs> Craft <It's> like- Fair. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I believe it. I love it. You're in, you're in your 30s. You're in, we're in our 30s. That's we spend what, money at craft fairs. You go and to we... farmer's markets and you go to craft fairs. <laughs> but it's your... really funny because, like, I don't have a maroon um, – mar- I don't have mar- a maroon, like, French tip manicure. Yet, I don't wear yet. a pleated pant, pant suit. Oh, by the way, the, the terrible thing is that, like, we, were, we always assigned it to, like, basic women. Yeah. We didn't think about, like, men. No, that's interesting. Oh, the khakis like, didn't apply to men. They the really did. pants were extreme. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> women like Murphy Brown khakis. Almost literally, like. Murphy Brown. <laughs> we were literally describing Murphy Brown, no, and I'm not. And I'm not saying it just because you said it. No. It's not a callback. Murphy. We were like Murphy Brown. <laughs> That's what we were thinking. That like that like thirty was like our teachers, and it's like it like in um un unfeminine haircuts and yes. like like we were describing like dowdy midwestern moms basically <laughs> which is terrible in retrospect we are uh, we're not professional podcasters but i think an unwritten rule is that when murphy brown comes up you take an act break. yeah, oh, yeah. There's let no, the audience digest that yeah you can't really get any better than referencing murphy no, brown no. um in the act breaks we like to play either our songs or some of our guest songs elliot you're obviously well i shouldn't say obviously cuz we haven't even told the audience what you do but you are a very talented musician yeah thank you i think thanks a lot yeah i do yes. i do Stand-up comedy, but it's mixed with music. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's a sort of concert of sorts yes. that's reorchestrated versions of really bad songs that I sing in an orchestra in like an operatic way, and I do a preamble that's like some sort of faux philosophical, right. dumb, hyper intellectual, <laughs> like taking a pulling apart of like. Avril Lavigne. That's right. right. The California so, Girls. Yeah, the, a yes. bunch of these songs. So is there a song that you would like to play in the first act break? Or you'd like us to play in the first act break that you're sure. particularly proud of? Like one of mine or one of the in original no, versions? One, one of yours. One of yours. Oh, sure. I mean, oh, boy. <laughs> if you're comfortable with that. I'm, I'm totally comfortable with that. I mean, you can just pull uh, – why don't you just pull um, – Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. Skater Boy. Spelled B-O-I? You know it, yes. You know that. Okay, we said we couldn't top Murphy (laughs) Brown, and then we spelled boy (laughs) B-O-I. You did. We'll be right back. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a punk, she did ballet 
What more can I say? Avril Lavigne Kroger asks in Skater Boy, why can't we be together if you're um, of another ilk and I'm of another ilk and we're in another ilk? You know, where do we meet? Where do we meet? I don't know. It's Shakespearean. It's tragic. It's Greek. His baggy clothes. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. She had a pretty face, but her head was up in space. She needed to come back down to from now she sits at home feeding the baby she's all alone turns on TV guess who she sees skater boy rocking out MTV she calls up her friends they already know and they've all got tickets to see his show she tags along Stands in the crowd Looks up at the man That she turned down He was a skater boy She said see you later boy He wasn't good These two can't be together because Their hearts won't meet And if your hearts don't meet Then what's the point? It's a good question Maybe Avril knows the answers Maybe she doesn't Sorry, girl, buddy, you missed out. Well, tough luck, that boy's mine now. We are more than just good friends. And this is how the story ends. Too bad that you couldn't see. See the man that boy could be. There is more. just a boy I'm just a girl Can I make it any more obvious We are in love Haven't you heard How we rock each other's world That was Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy as performed by our guest Elliot Glazer as part of his show Haunting Renditions, which is perf- – you do it in New York. You do it here in yeah, L.A. You I do, do it, it in New York. Place. I do it in L.A. Yeah. I have a show. I don't know when this is coming out. Two Fridays from now. Okay, yeah. So then you can see this actually at the Bell House in Brooklyn great. on September 17th. Oh, great. Yeah. And so my sister Alana Glazer's doing it. Yes. John Glazer's doing it. Oh, the whole, this, all the Glazers. Yes. We're doing is, an all Glazer edition. This Get out is, of here. So I, we've all been doing comedy for well over 10 years now. Yeah. And sometimes like there's certain novelty shows where you're like, huh, okay, I guess they're doing that. When I saw that this was the second all Glazer <laughs> show. This is, yeah, we've done like the Glazer family reunion probably twice. Where you just bundle. 
handle every comedian yes. or many comedians whose last name is Glazer. Yes. And they perform together. That made me laugh so hard when we I saw it. that on We're, paper. We it's, love it. What Erickle? It just is funny because yeah. every time the next person gets announced, you know, you already know half yeah. the name. Hey, we pretend that we're a full family. <laughs> yeah. And it's like me, Alana, John, Nikki, if she's in town. Classic. And then uh, we used to have another Glazer, but he's been disbarred because, yes, yes. Uh, unfortunately, for, for certain reasons, the yes. comedy community has risen up. Yep. Against him. So. Yep. Yep. We shall not speak his name. Yes. Uh, what songs does do, does Alana sing? Oh, there's no. Does she have she, song? They don't sing. I mean, yeah. Well, Alana, You're like, oh, they don't. Oh, sing. No, no, oh no, they no. don't. Oh, this sing. is not a musical <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. This is well, just a actually, blazer. That's not the... true. We will on um, during the ho- we do like a holiday like blowout, right? <laughs> so like Alana and I will do some weird sort of like holiday thing. So the first year we did a redubbed version to a holiday. Video song slash video that Olivia Newton John and John Travolta sing on their album. Yeah, babe. They, they have an a, album. They made an album, a Christmas album. Necessary. Yes. And it's the craziest. I can't it's an original. Imagine. It's an original. It's originals and standards. Oh Give me God. an original by those two. And all the original day. one that they made, and they made a video for, is called "I Think You Might Like It." That's the name of the song. Yes, I think we you could, might like we it. We could literally leave it at that, and it would be uncomfortable and strange. You don't Keep even. It going. When you see the video, it's like it is so <laughs> creepy. I think you might like it. Yes, oh, I think you might video. like it. It's the and least it's like, confident song title I've ever heard. It is so gross. <laughs> it is so gross, and it's the two of them celebrating the holidays, but clearly shot in Florida. <laughs> In a like humid, the like capital humid of Christmas. afternoon, the, the, capital, the of capital of Christmas. And if you do your research, which I do, yeah. the reason that it's shot in Florida is because John Travolta lives in an avi- aviation community because he loves to fly jets. Cool. What What's does an aviation community look like? Do they live I, I in planes? I guess it's like a place where people have like pl- like 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 uh, recreational pilots have room to fly their shared planes. runway space. Exactly. No, there like quite literally. Yeah. And so it's just this creepy video that is he made leave so the poorly for two people by two people who have a lot of money. Seriously. It's made so poorly and they don't leave the runway but he co- it is the craziest craziest video and song. So you and Alana said see. that's us. That's us. Well, though. we did yeah, we did a redubbed version where we're just making fun of John and, Oli- and, yes. and, and Olivia. Of course. And it's I'm proud of it. And yeah, I'm last, proud of you for it. We're pr- I mean, we, we're proud. And then last year we did, we um, you, you know, you guys know Yoko Ono, right? Of course, so, not personally, but not personally. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Have you ever heard her like quote unquote performance music? Oh yeah, where she just screams, yeah. shrieking, and atonal weirdness. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, a, it's a challenge. It's almost like a it's a it's it aggressive. It's, it's aggressive. It's a challenge for challenging the audience. Yeah, it's a hurdle that you have to get over. Yeah, yeah. And so we, Alana and I, do a uh, we we arranged a. Like a three-way Christmas mel- um, um, medley, okay. where I sing, Alana sings, and then "quote unquote" Yoko sings. <laughs> but we just play oh. video clips of her screaming, oh. and so it's just this insane. And you yeah. it's actually on you. We put it on YouTube, but we were like, we had no idea if it would fly or not. Yes, and it people just like died for it. Yes, which I was happy with because I'm like, I have such a dark dark force in me against Yoko Ono yeah. and that performance art where I'm just like, what do you do? What is it? What though? is this? Why, how old was Yoko Ono at that? Like when Yoko Ono was peak Yoko Ono, how old was she? That's a really good question. I can't say Because she sure. was old to me. Like in the yeah. picture with her and John Lennon yeah. in the bed, I don't know how old they were, but yeah. when I was at all ages, even if I looked at it, I'd be like, they're an older couple. Yes. I think but, she's in her 70s now or 80s, so that must have been her 40s. Okay. Yeah. 
So not, but it's young. not quite over the hill, but, but in the middle of the it's hill. It's weird though because when you like in high school, if you look back at like the, and I don't know if you guys were, but like looking at the trophy cases of the teams in like the fifties and sixties, like the basketball team, those they men look looked like forty-five so year old men. They look they so, look so old. old. What, is it what happened? <laughs> they look elderly. Because yeah. now, even as an like a, as a thirty-four-year-old man, I still say like teenagers look like much older than they do. Like thirteen-year-olds look like they're just growing up a little too fast, wearing makeup and stuff. But that's different yeah. than what those teens. Teenagers looked like they were all Those lumberjacks. Teenagers looked like they were a hundred years old. Yes. Why? It was like, and it wasn't even the, like the photography, right? You know, it wasn't like an old picture that made yes. them look warped. They, a, the men were old men. It's such a real point. I have no idea. Like, uh, yeah, wait. I want to say it's just perspective. Like when you're a kid, everyone's old. Because when I was in kindergarten at my Hebrew school, my Hebrew school was K through eight, and the eighth graders, mine as well, have been senators and just oh my adult, adults with right. their own families. But totally. Like but when camp we were in middle, yes. when we were in middle school, high school, though, it's like we were pubescent. Yeah. Like our yes. noses were growing. Yeah. We had zits yes. and acne, and like those men had like been thirty years past puberty. Oh, yeah. They had like passed balding. Yeah. They were like on like their third beard. Yeah, it was like they were like factory workers. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're like you're a Cold War factory worker, yes. or, or are you twelve? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's nuts. It's nuts. I don't. I don't understand it. They yes. are all coal miners. Yeah, coal miners. Elliot, you mentioned that you and Alana putting things on YouTube. One of my favorite things that you guys have put out on the internet is the two of you as adults looking back at your own home videos that right. you guys yeah. made as a kid. Right. And yes. it does appear to me that judging by these videos, it does seem like you guys were sort of. I mean, like you were. I don't even say mature for your age, but you were. Your moguldom was in full effect even at that age. You wanted to launch your own TV network, oh, and so it's like I, tell the audience about your TV. Please, will you? See, Alana insisted on. I sent her this video that I found, like in like transferring videos to my new computer, and I was like, "Oh, gross!" It was like me at like eleven or twelve, like just braces, glasses. I had the I had, age where you should not be recorded. Oh, I should not be recording no anything. Images should be we captured. Have, I mean, I, we have literally enough more than hundreds of hours worth of sketches my done. God, Elliot, but I was recorded. Like, Filmed? Yes. yes. <laughs> Hundreds of hours. SNL doesn't even have that. Like their backlog. <laughs> My dad b- bought a video camera in like 1991, yep. and then he never saw it again because I <laughs> like, commandeered it. Thanks, and Dad. He bought I, you a camera. No, yes. yeah, he bought me a camera. <laughs> yeah. But we I, we made so much stuff, and yeah. like, um, there's yeah, the video that that I sent her that I was like, this is insane. <laughs> is me like literally filming a network bumper where I'm like hi <laughs> bumpers yes I, this is what I came across recently on the internet yeah yes. it's like it's me being like hi <laughs> yeah, like I like, the first like when I first started like filming <laughs> sketches I pretended that it was a network called K-R-A-P TV crap TV yeah because my grandpa silly boy had like for like, this is like amazing this is like so pre-internet my grandpa just because he was like a goofball and like really funny just for fun for himself tried like made like goofy sketch videos for literally himself to be seen by no one to be seen by no one and he and he like did like that's beautiful i know and he did like newscasts aren't for like krap tv where he was doing like political humor to camera he needed to get it out (laughs) and it was like brilliant and so i was so this is your grandfather's network that you were taking over no i mean truly it was grandfathered to me so i made this i made adam's eyes just rolled across the entire studio and so i was like I decided to do a <laughs> to do a, like a, a name change, so it was like a rebrand. Where I'm rebrand. Yeah, we rebranded KRAP TV as GBS, the Glazer Broadcasting. System. Yes, you did. Serious. And the video you took away all the jokes. <laughs> oh, and the video. It's so embarrassing. And the video that I sent to Alana that I was GBS. like, I can't believe this is me being like, hi, you know, 
the, uh, formerly KREP-TV, I'm Elliot Glazer. From now on, this network shall be known as GBS. And I, cr- From I, now on. I'm not kidding. Like, I'm sitting there talking to the camera. A lot, I, I, ta- I had Alana, like, literally, this is, like, not a joke. Yeah. I had Alana wait <laughs> to play three notes on a keyboard <laughs> oh. to be the stinger. Beautiful. Good and cho- and I'm, like, have that. staring at the camera, big, like, crazy <laughs> yeah. smile, being like, welcome to GBS. And I'm, like, staring and smiling. I'm, like, I pointed Alana at, like, off screen, and she plays three notes, oh. and it's like, GBS. Oh. Like, what? Elliot. What are you doing? <laughs> go, go outside. Go outside, Glazers. You're, you're not alone. Go a mutual outside. friend of all of ours, Arthur Meyer, who now yeah. is a writer on the Fallon Show, yes. he's been for years. Yes. He's also in his 30s. Yes. When he was a kid your age. Him and his sister yes. used to put on like Friday Night Live or something, and it would air at uh, – the family would sit around the room, and the air it would air at 8.31 because it's funnier than 8.30. And they would Wait. do that for years. He's posted videos online yeah. as well. I did not know this. It's, yeah. it's in all of us. Whenever yeah. I need to laugh, truly, whenever I need to laugh, the one one thing that I think of all the time is just I did a show with Arthur once where <laughs> he ran out – like when he was introduced, he ran out and he did this like this like very like early 90s like Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> Bart Simpson, Urkel thing where he does like the side he, – he like ran out and did like a terrible like – Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I'm doing the motions right now. <laughs> Almost so like an Egyptian them. walk. Yeah, like he did like Egyptian. terrible like – he did like a terrible like quick Egyptian dance. Yeah, yeah that's like, about like, right. Hands, 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 yeah. hands, hands, hands. Like and Bart on a surfboard. Down. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a Bart on a surfboard. Yeah. And it was like – that to me is the funniest, weirdest, most like irreverent but – specifically pointed referential yes. joke. Yes. And I always la- – when I think of Arthur it. doing that, I always laugh. Yes. Always. Funny to think that you guys were living this almost exact parallel lives. You guys yeah. in Long Island, Arthur in Chicago. It's like it is this weird sort of performing bug. Sometimes it just – But at least – at least it was like – at least for him it was like it existed as far as it sounds, as far as I know, in the realm of like a sketch show. Yes. Whereas with me it's like – you need to calm down with you, bumpers. You and had an opportunity for power. What you found was an <laughs> yeah. opportunity for power, and you like, wielded it over your oh kid sister God. a lot. Calm down, God. But almighty. I will say, like you know, in retrospect, it all worked out, and yeah. like, Alana and I are performers and right. writers, and like to that point, like that's pretty amazing of my grandpa Seriously. to like take to to have the confidence mm-hmm. to be like. I'm funny. Yes. I sell insurance for a living, but I'm funny. I have something to offer, and I'm gonna like make political videos. I'm gonna make like satirical political videos about Gorbachev and the Russians right. and world politics. That's amazing. Here, here's yeah. something. Here's something I'm realizing that directly correlates to you, Elliot. Is that my father does things like this too? He kind of like. He's been a musician his whole life, so he can't really retire. But he kind of like retired from aspects of that, right. and he started making silly web videos where he oh God, he goes into doctors' offices and he puts on like three minute musicals where no one's expecting it, and then he leaves, and people are just like, "What was that hidden camera style?" Well, you came across one years ago. Oh yeah, and you promoted it in some capacity. It ended up on Huffington Post, yeah. and I got a phone call at five fifteen in the morning. Oh God, saying Billy, I'm on Huffington Post. Oh my God, that's his right. life, his it literally pushed him on a trajectory. <laughs> Of I want to share comedy with the world. Oh, so whether it. you know it or not, you actually and your grandfather wow. indirectly, seriously, actually, <laughs> that's wonderful. Pushed my family in a it's certain wonderful. direction. It's just I'm glad I could. I mean, I remember. I don't remember the video specifically, but I remember loving it with all the life it's I could. Hysterical. It's in the spirit. Didn't you write a book called My Parents Are Awesome? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like it, this was not like really comedy, but in that like in that. I was like blogging for a living, like writing right. for like AOL's comedy blog right. at the time. It was sort of like a pre-BuzzFeed BuzzFeed. Yep. Um, 
but I like there was that whole period of time in like the mid aughts where like single serving tumblers became a thing where it was mm-hmm. like every day was like oh my god you have to check out this tumbler that's like one this good one hook. joke right one yeah, good hook over, one and hook over and over again. and over but like people were making bank off of those tumblers turning into coffee table books yep. seriously and so a I cute was, picture with like a snarky comment yep, underneath yep, it yep yep or, or like a or like a, a like a like a um like a, a meditation on a theme. Like, remember, like this is why you're fat. Yeah, these yeah. books that were like, oh my god, look at this picture. A pizza with cheeseburgers on it. Yeah, it was like hype. It was like right. books about it was like stuff hyperbole. white people like. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And so mine, I was like, I tried a few different things. Quite honestly, like very honestly, like can I get a book deal out of this and make some money? It wasn't. Of course, it didn't come from a place of like super passion. This is the GBS mogul. I mean, this is your fierce <laughs> power first. Artistry, like digital space. <laughs> Artistry is in the rearview mirror, folks. Yeah. And I was like. I just thought like something that people respond to but we never talk about yeah. is the idea that like we always come across a picture or like something – some reference of our parents or grandparents in these photos where we're like, whoa, like yeah. mom was hot or exactly. like yeah. look how cool this picture that's is. That's what like, Mother's Day has become on social media. Well, that's Check out this really cool picture of my parents. Well, that's the, the thing. Like this was right – this was quite literally right before Instagram yeah. where pictures were not – there was no filters that you were po- – there was no social media channel that – that's that that taught you or encouraged you to filter pictures yes. to look good in, by looking old. That's right. It wasn't like, as much of a flood. That's true. That. So it wasn't right. Like a, a right. So this was flood. right before that. Yeah. And so I was like, post if you like if you have these pictures of your parents or grandparents, send them to me because they're really cool and they they're mysterious and yeah. they like they carry stories that you may or may not know about. Yeah. So I just started like posting them in a blog and calling it my parents were awesome and it like very quickly became. Viral, it sure and did. It because it was, I think personally, because it didn't compete with any of the snarky other That's ones. Right. It was yeah. sincere. It was like it was very sincere. And, and yeah, people really earnest. wanted that. Yeah, people yeah. Really, you know, it was like yeah, it was very, it was very nice. It was very earnest. There was no like, yeah, there was no snark to it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so but, easy yeah. to roll our eyes at our parents. Right. So yeah. easy. That's the natural inclination. Right. To just sort of like mom, dad, humiliating, embarrassing. But, but it also you were feels born forty five. It also feels exactly. really fun to brag. Yeah. You know it does. I mean, and sometimes yeah. be proud of it. Yeah. To be people, like, that's what people cool responded to. They loved sending in pictures and a full story about how cool or how interesting or how like yeah. right. how colorful their parents' lives were. And it right. sounds like based on your grandfather, your parents' parents were pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my grandpa. It's like what? Like, yeah. We found it, there's a picture of him like drumming. It's like. You were you drum? You drummed. <laughs> he was like a drummer, and like rhythm? Alana then became a drummer. So it's like it's it's all there. Yeah, it's all there, and it was way and like this is again like right before Instagram. Right. So people were like freaking out. Photos, over these, like, cool old photos. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like as soon as Instagram hit, it was like I can make myself look like I'm from the '70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it changed, <laughs> and funny. then yeah, then it's everything like, changed. We're talking about how lovely it is to not have snark. Um, Watch me blow that up by saying we should play Avril Lavigne's actual Skater Boy. We should. In a very snarky way. Yeah, yeah. Compare and contrast, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad song. It isn't a bad song. In no way is it. No way. It's the second act break, so I say that we play the same song twice. What do you think? Let's do it. Yeah. Very musically sound. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. Okay.
was the track Skater Boy by the actual performer, Avril Lavigne. That was condescending, Elliot. You're an actual performer. Oh, I'm just please. saying she wrote and performed this song, or maybe she didn't write it for all I know. But she pro- I think there was – I don't think she wrote it. Is no. she still pumping out new tunes? Lavigne? She – you know, I for a while I remember at least like when I was working like on the internet, her video for gr- girlfriend oh. or boyfriend or something was, was this- like the number one YouTube video. Wow. Like for a long time, right? Yeah. I remember so, she made a video like uh, maybe like with like a Hello Kitty type vibe. Uh, it. Oh, didn't that get yanked from the internet for being like uh, oh, racially know, insensitive? I think you're right. She, I mean, I think she had like a lasting effect, but yeah, I think her like brand has not aged well. Yes, mm-hmm. because nobody's really, no one's really like like wanting for a punky kid anymore, or like yeah. a, especially like her age. It's like. I mean, look, she's probably she probably is thirty, and like nobody wants to see a thirty-year-old be like goth punk. Good Charlotte, they're not really around yeah, anymore, it's right? Like, right? You're not it's around, like, but those people are all. If if we're th- in our thirties, yeah. they're in their thirties, and it's like nobody's nobody wants to see like yeah, nobody wants to see Good Charlotte be okay. like f you, mom. Put down the frosted tips and get your ass to a farmer's market and buy a rug. Yeah, pronto. go, go get, get a 30. rug. Go and grow a up. Rug. And they don't want to either. Yeah, right? you no. have to believe that like most of the way that they were presented when they were sixteen and seventeen year old performers was how they were told to do it. Right. Maybe and there I, were right. seeds of authenticity, and they just like blew. Them I think up. it actually must be very hard to be that person and to be 30 31 32 yes. 33 and knowing that your success all came from a very specific yeah. brand that was very specific in a moment in time yes but like nobody like there's no there's no way anybody now is like i wonder if ashley simpson is still pushing the boundaries of music or like <laughs> you know, you know like, say, she's really punky and, and 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 really edgy and like totally like she just is the edge of pop music, yes. and it's like no, she's probably like thirty-two. Yeah, she's got a kid. Her mother-in-law is literally Diana Ross. She's exhausted so right now. Bizarre. Yeah, she's exhausted. She's tired right now. She's tired. Yeah, and yeah. that's okay. But it must be a weird sort of yeah like, cerebral th- nightmare. To I think be about that, that too. About like these young pop stars, like the Biebers and the Britneys of the world. It's like how can we possibly expect them to be normal, well-adjusted, sort of like reasonable, rational, grounded thirty-somethings? How do we like? How can know. we expect? How could that be our cultural expectation once we've exalted them at age? Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Well, I think that's like deity status. I feel like I've heard people say on some, I don't know, somewhere that like when somebody becomes famous, they're like frozen at that age. Yeah, I mean, a part of that makes sense. Like Mariah Carey's like that's a trauma thing too. I think if you experience trauma at a certain age, you you have to like actually work your way past that age. Yeah, and And it makes you look at Mariah Carey, and it's like she's like probably in her mid forties, and she walks and talks like like a baby. Like, she didn't like, always, she which is weird. Like I she know. wasn't when, like when she's like, it was what was it, Heartbreaker? Right around then. Yes, that's when it happened. Or like Honey, and then Heartbreaker. Rain, what was that? What was Rainbow? Heartbreaker? Right, right. But like, right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Like in the early '90s when she was just getting started, that's what, she was probably 19 or 20. Damn. And we look. I look back at that. I'm like, oh, she's 35. 35. She that's looked, so I know. Real. I, that's exactly the right. Hair, the, that's exactly the, true. The very like plain and tasteful jeans and Is, black shirt. Okay, okay. <laughs> Is there a chance, though? I'm, I'm coming across this revelation now. Could standard definition have made everyone 35? Look, standard definition, like as opposed to eight televisions, like yes, everybody looked like Murphy Brown. <laughs> right. You could have been sixty, yeah. you could have been ten. <laughs> you're Murphy. You're Murphy Brown. <laughs> when will Snapchat make that filter, yeah. where they oh, can that, just yeah. Murphy you, Murphy Brown? Yes, yeah, you get Murphy. You get the pleated khakis <laughs> and the Murph. maroon tips. Oh Murphed. my god, big you've hair. Been, you got Murphed. Murphed. Yeah, big like flippy hair, whatever. Yes, my favorite. Like something that I love is like looking at standard definition from the '90s or yeah. whatever. The, the, the standard definition or not, like when men 
for some reason, including probably us as children, never thought about it. But we were all like, can you give me a duck flap in the back? Like, can you make sure I can like comb it down and then it has a hook at the end like a, a J, a little curl <laughs> right why did we all let the, why, why did we, we let that happen that? that's that I, I that is disgusting i feel like it was i blame dylan from 90210 you know yeah, what i mean well, it's just like that was the archetypal like duck flap but did we here. ask for it i don't think we asked for and that. like i recently like started seeing a guy and i'm telling you i i hate being shallow i mean look i'll say he was it was not a, he was not very an, he was not a very exciting funny person he okay. didn't really have a sense of humor so it ended because of that primarily you're not shallow William. but holy moly he had a duck flap <laughs> Go and on. i was like what am i looking at did he call, did he like <laughs> rest any little like marbles in his duck he flap didn't know, no marbles but he could certainly comb it down and back where you're like that's the beginning of a ponytail. That's intentional, right. sir. We, that's, so that's intentional. We've talked about uh, ponytails on this episode. We and have. We, and we actually had a call to action for our audience. Um, yes. We wondered if there was 24 American male politicians in office or one term removed who currently have ponytails. No. And, and we said – we said, and we opened the doors up to Canada too. North American, American or Canadian politicians. And we said that if we got 24, Adam would grow a proper rat tail. I would start to grow a rat tail. <sighs> a rat. Yeah. yeah. How so, many have you gotten to? Four? four. Just four. All Canadians. I can't believe there's more than zero. Exactly. Me neither, they're, they're on the floor of the parliament with a ponytail? That's right. Four of them. So that's what we were saying. We were saying, do, does a ponytail on an adult male kind of automatically de, like, just diminish your credibility? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah there, that's, there's, there's, like, a web series, too, that's, like, businessmen with ponytails. I think it was... I think it was Dan Black or something, and was it was it, like, oh, was it that's a, brilliant. Yep. I just saw the first video where it was literally the first five seconds were, like, maybe 12 businessmen sitting around the conference room, and they all had... It was, yeah, long-haired <laughs> businessmen. Yes, I think long, yeah, long-haired, long-haired businessmen. And, funny. And that's all... That's literally <laughs> all just... All know. you need is those three words. I don't <laughs> well, even yeah. need the video. Because the real people, the real like adult man with a ponytail should be a college professor, right? And that's pretty much and a drummer it. and a drummer and, it's and like, that's it. That is musician, it. college professor, the end. Yes, it no. all it all plays into the the older you get, the more you have to move to the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all saying it. You're not allowed to have ponytails yeah. anymore. No, 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 Go no, no. Get a Turkish rug. There's relax. no more gradients. Right. No more gradients. Just push. And we're pushing you to the middle, and that's it. Yes. There's no room to wiggle. Yeah. We were all we all spent our twenties in New York City, and I I say it a lot, but New York City for me is the best place to spend your twenties. Yeah. To God. get all your mistakes get it out. All Amen. out. Amen. To fail be a as much and no one shithead, it'll man. have no effect on anyone else. You That's don't right. matter <laughs> in this jungle. No. Yes. Like you can do whatever and just get away with it. New York an, doesn't an, care. Anonymous idiot. That's and, right. And I wonder if like and it's a trend within all of our friends, at least in the comedy community, is that around thirty you move to Los Angeles kind of to explore yes. the next thing. Yes. And I just wonder if that is uh it feels so universal. It, yeah. it feels very universal. World, right? And I wonder if New York like kicks the shit out of you so bad throughout your 20s that 30s almost feels like this more like coveted i find myself and maybe it's because we are in our 30s just talking lovingly about being oh in my, my 30s now the burden of like feels having to live like that it's every wonderful. day it's great and it's it's like and you feel like i mean for me at least i'm like getting to la feels like a reward yeah you earned i have it. a car you earned it. i have temperature control yes my podcasts i can play them it's a dream. Okay. Yes. I have a triangle thing that I bought at a farmer's market that's I in my bathroom, it. and I like it. I love it. And I'm not, like, on the <laughs> F train, like, being, like, sh- 
pissed on by you know some hobo in a burka. Yeah, like this is like I'm an adult and I enjoy and I'm I'm loving this. I'm yes. enjoying complaining more in my 30s too. Sure, I feel like fun. I I I still had that like self awareness that like in your 20s you're still like a t- you're still a little bit of a prick. You know that just oh, like yeah. is still within yeah. you. And now I feel like I've graduated at least to like the senior class totally. of 20s where it's like I can complain a little bit more. Totally. Guilt-free. Oh, it's a dream. Yeah. It's a dream. It's yeah. 30 is 30s are great. Are and, we are we looking forward to 40? No. Okay. Oh. And so that <laughs> Got it. But I'm also not looking forward to 40 because I I'm not in a relationship right. and I will I need that yeah. or I want that. That's yeah. what I'm waiting for. I yeah. see. Is that like is that the 40 like how would you tent pole like 20s, 30s, 40s? Like, 40 I mean, sorry. No. I was going to say like for me like I think that if if I have kids, I'll want to do so at 44. 44? Yes. That feels just like sort of the number for you. I have a real real soft spot for Bethany Frankel from The Real Housewives of New York. Continue. I love her. (laughs) I love her. I love all things about her. Nice. And she didn't have a kid until she was, I think, 41 or 42. Wow. Okay. And I think... 44 is the right time because it's not too old. Right. It's not too it's not young, but it's not too old and I'll be emotionally probably emotionally ready enough to take on the task of ado- I want to adopt and ado- adopting a, yeah. a kid right. and then and being and hopefully being with a uh, a husband or whatever by then. Yeah. That's that's like what I'm hoping. Rock solid goal. Yes. Yeah, so 44. So 44. I have, I have about a decade. <laughs> a to decade make that happen. to kick around. I imagine you like me. Do, I don't have any drama or any sort of uh, stress around numbers or age. Like, do you like? Do you fear your 40s? No, I tend not to think about it too much. Maybe it's a defense mechanism, just right? To sort of like stave off the natural, just sort of death anxiety of aging and decaying. Sure. So it's just like staving that off and be like, it's fine. Every age is fine. Age ain't nothing but a number. You know what I mean? And like yeah, sort right. of convincing myself of that. But I don't really get too anxious about it. Maybe because we seem to have spry parents who are yes. 65 and thriving. That's true. My, da- my parents both retired school teachers. They are now like a folk music duo and they are layer actualized. They are like currently actualizing. Uh, they were Great. actualized at 30 and 40. They're no. 65 and thriving. Yes. To me, that's <laughs> been a huge reveal. Yeah. Is that like, at least, and my parents are my primary example, is that when you're raising a kid and you have a career, you need a career that can pay for you and your kids and both of you are like doing all these other things that just like can keep the family afloat, you need to like let all those go. Let your kids move out of the house, graduate, right. you know, retire so that you can actually, it's the first time in like 40 years yeah. where you can say, what do I want to do? Yeah. Right. And I think there's something so, so lovely about witnessing it. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Lo- and it's a trend, I'd say, among amongst a lot of our yeah. friends' parents. Yes. I just I want that, but I also just don't want to do it alone. That's right. Yeah, of yeah. course. Same. That's the thing. It yeah. reminds me. It, it reminds me of our generation during the recession, where it was like I'd say that my primary group of friends didn't have careers, like huge paying money. careers where money right. exactly. Where it was like it affected us in a certain way. Right. But there was that trend where people started saying, okay. What do I like? Yeah. How can I at least maybe turn that into a small business or something? That spirit yeah. started arriving. Yeah, totally. More. And it feels like our parents now yeah. in retirement yeah. are like kind of <laughs> gifted that same thing. Oh, well, what do I sure. want? Whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Right. You, and you want to push them too. Right. Yeah. You really do. Yes. Which is why I don't mind aging. And like why, why 40, it's like kind of been there, done that. Yeah. Where at some point it's like I experienced that and I really had a good time doing that. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. The joy on my father's face when he's like, I'm going to take a nap. Yes. I'm like, Dad, I feel you, man. Yeah. I'm like, nap and that, that, on. And that stigma, I think, is really – I really think it's been everything but put to bed at this point. Or yeah. Like, it's close to it. That oh, – for you know, over the yeah. hill. Like, I don't think those goofs, those, like, goofy hats and stuff, I don't think – 
You know, I don't think those those. I don't think it's the same thing anymore. Right. Yeah. I, I just I just don't. I don't think it's the same thing. Uh, yes. It's also funny to think of like in the medieval era, like uh, nine was over. Yeah. The you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> if we recorded this, <laughs> we recorded this 350 years yeah. ago. Turning like, 30 would just be like, imagine if funeral planning. Yeah. How much bread would it require? <laughs> Puberty is the end. Is death. Exactly. Puberty is death. Yeah. That seems like a good last line. Check out our yeah. new podcast. Puberty is death. Puberty is death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Puberty is death is not our next podcast. <laughs> We're going to stick with No Joke, yeah. and that was the Turning 30 episode of No Joke Podcast. Thanks, Elliot. Thanks hey, again, thanks for having me. It was super fun, man. For the podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. Our guest today was Elliot Glazer, and we talked about Turning 30. Once again, that was the No Joke Podcast. Thank you for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.